And then sometimes I think about, I say this analogy a lot of when a diamond is being made, it starts, if it's pulled out of the fire too quickly, Mm. it turns right to coal. But if it stays in there long enough, it becomes this perfect diamond. And so sometimes I think in the waiting season or in the dry season or when I feel like he's not listening to me, he's not responding, I'm like, no, he's waiting for the perfect moment. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of The Known Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Burns, and this week it was my joy to talk to my friend, Dr. Bethany Thomas, about all things prayer. Listen, this was a challenging episode for me. I know as a believer, I have struggled all my life trying to figure out what does it mean to pray without ceasing? How do I react when I get distracted during prayer? And is it possible to just have a really solid prayer life? But one of the things I love best about this conversation is how practical we were able to break things down. And I just can't wait for you to hear it. So let's jump into it right now. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Gnome Podcast. And today, I'm so excited to introduce to you my new friend. Yeah. Um, but I got to tell you, we're we're just meeting, but like already, <laughs> we were like, "Hey, let's go on our girls." We get like we're yes. just like literally in sync. But please welcome Dr. Bethany Thomas to the Hello, podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello. Okay, so you and I are newly getting to know each we other. Are. But can you tell our listeners thirty seconds of who you are? Yeah, I'm Bethany Thomas. Born and raised Lakeland native. Wow. Um, I'm the vice president at Southeastern for mm-hmm. Student Development. I've been the VP since 2008. Um, married to a wonderful man. Two wow. dogs. <gasps> okay. Yes. You can't just drop that. I'm obsessed. We're a dog obsessed community. <laughs> okay, great. I also have two dogs. I was worried if it might have been cats. So. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, I love animals, but Same. I have two Frenchies. Um, I love okay, Frenchies. So tell us about your two dogs. Okay. Two yellow labs. Oh. <laughs> I know. They're both 90 pounds. They both sleep with us. So it's a hot mess express. (laughs) That's a lot of dogs. I know. That's 180 pounds. It is. Just quick math. Yes. That's 180 pounds of dogs. And we just moved. So my husband said, okay, the new house, we're not sleeping with the dogs. And I was like, that's not happening. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, both Yellow Labs. um, Piper is 10 and Finley is five. Oh my gosh. And they're from the same mother different dad so oh, we have, my dogs we have, have a, the same dad okay we have a blend we both have blended families yeah. <laughs> Not blended family. no because but here's the thing like i feel like labs are smart yes they have frenchies they are genuinely like rick sound engineer ricky has met my dogs they're not bright they're not frenchies no. aren't smart no oh. they're definitely bred for looks which like you know what honestly work with what the lord gave you right like, i right, feel right, that right, right. but also they're just not that bright Okay. But you, like, I feel like labs are like super animals. They're so intelligent. And, like, oh, they're amazing. I yeah, love them. See, our dogs were like, hey, please stop. Like, uh, one of our dogs genuinely ate a hole in the wall. Oh, like, why would you word. eat the wall? Like, right. what? that's not. It's not even yummy. It's <laughs> not even yummy. Like, let's eat something that tastes good. <laughs> it's like an anxiety thing. Yeah. Which, like, I, must my be. husband's always saying I'm diagnosing them with stuff, but I'm like, you know what? <laughs> they <laughs> have needs and I understand them. Yeah. But, okay. Well, shout out all the dogs. Yeah. That are listening. Dogs over people. <laughs> Um, Dr. Bethany, when I met you and heard about you, I heard that prayer was a passion topic of yours. Yes. And, you know, we're still earlier in the year, first quarter of the year. And this is, I mean, if I'm honest, a topic I've struggled with. This is, I feel like, something our listeners probably all relate to. Even now, like being a mom of, say, a 15-year-old, he's always like, Mom, I get distracted when I'm praying. And I'm like, hey, me too. You know, I'm 40, but I was like, has prayer always been a passion of yours? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say 
more as an adult, it became a passion because more desperation came. Mm. You know, I think the older you get, sometimes you don't go through certain things until maybe you come to an adult. Yeah. You know, or as a kid, you're just naive and you don't really know you're <laughs> yeah. going through things until you actually go through things. So yeah. prayer, I think, became more of a passion of mine when I was older. Okay. But I remember from a little from a young age uh, reading the verse pray without ceasing mm. and so I always thought what does that mean pray without ceasing and how could I possibly pray without ceasing like yeah. I, life has to go on but I remember talking to my dad and some other mentors and it's just saying like prayer is like a posture of your heart so mm. I do feel like all day long I am praying because I'm just wow. in a constant communication with the Lord Wow. so I think praying to people doesn't mean you're necessarily on your knees or alone yeah. in a closet <laughs> you know or the prayer room like everyone yeah. you know talks about I think prayer can just happen all day long so I'm a constant like, Lord, who do I who do I need to run into today to have mm. a conversation with? Who do you need me to like have direct, you know, connection with? Who needs a touch from you today? And so I just feel like my whole every day I wake up and I'm like, I feel like I'm already talking to the Lord. So I think wow. prayer doesn't have to be so formalized like yeah. we make it. I think it can just be an every part of everything that we do. You oh, know, even that. in our conversations, you know, even when I walk out to my car, I'm just I'll pray for this place or mm. pray for our conversations or just, I don't know. I just make it this thing where it's like the Lord's my best friend. And so when I'm talking to him, I'm praying. Wow. Okay. I love that. Um, you can tell me if you think differently. I've kind of likened it before to my relationship with my husband. where like, we don't like talk all day in terms sure. of like, and I work with my husband here, but yeah. like sometimes it's a text. Sometimes I go sure. see him pop in the office or sometimes we call. Yeah. You know, and You're then always we connected. Ha- right. And we have those special date nights of or course. getaways. And that Absolutely. would be, you know, likened to like a big prayer meeting or intercessory prayer. But most of the day, it's just constant communication. It is. So like it, sending yes. off a message when I think of something. Uh, exactly. And I was just, I feel like I got so hard on myself. I have a spiritual mentor, Dr. McNaughton. Yes. Um, he's so great. And he was just saying like, we make it too difficult for ourselves. We feel like spirituality and spending time with the Lord and prayer has to look a certain way, mm. you know, and it doesn't have to, yeah. you know, and we need to give ourselves a little bit more like slack or grace, yeah. you know? And so I love that you likened it to your relationship yeah. with your spouse, because I do feel like that would, you know, my husband, he works all day, but I still feel connected. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's the dumbest text sometimes. I'm like, hey, just want to let you know that I just got my coffee. Like, this was a true story the yeah. other day. True, trying, and traumatic testimony. <laughs> but I ordered my coffee at Starbucks, and it came, like, lukewarm. Oh, and this was not an iced coffee. That's spiritual. That is. I was like, <laughs> and I'm just, like, calling him. He's like, okay. I'm like, well, this is very stressful to me that I just got lukewarm coffee. Yeah. So, but you just shoot just off something know. when you think about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Do you notice um, a difference in your life, like, when you are practicing this and when you're not? 1,000%. Usually when my life is like spinning out of control, Mm. I realized I have not even taken a second to like ask the Lord what he thinks about it, you know? And it's usually work-related of like, either, you know, staff things that are going on or even student issues. Mm. And then I'll realize I have not stopped and asked the Lord what he thinks. Wow. And I think some of my staff, it drives crazy because I'll be like, have you prayed about it? Because if you haven't prayed about it, we're not going to talk about it. Wow. And I think people think like, think that prayer and that type of conversation only belongs at church. Mm. But in the workplace, even when you have conflict with someone or if I'm about to have a really hard conversation with a staff member or a student, I'm like, Lord, I need you to fill this space, fill this room, prepare their heart ahead of time for them to know the conversation we're about to have. And nine times out of 10, the conversation goes better than I ever thought. You know, a lot of times the Lord's already prepped the person, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I would say when I'm not doing that, 
when I feel like it's in my own strength and in my own power, then I, my world is spinning. I feel like I can't control it. I feel like people are angry. I feel like Mm. there's conflict that I can't resolve. And then the second I give it to the Lord, it's not all rainbows and butterflies after that. (laughs) But I just feel this peace that I'm like, okay, Mm. he's got it. Literally, it's not in my power, not in my strength, but in his. So Lord, you determine their steps. You determine their path. Um, We're just going to pray through Mm. this together. And what will be will be, and it will be what the Lord wants. And so I try daily to submit my days. Otherwise, the day without fail will not go well. (laughs) So true. And I I think we talk about that for people like, there's no spiritual thing that says you have to necessarily do a quiet time in the morning. But I do notice the difference in my day. For sure. When I started that way versus I started, you know, I think it was Jenny Allen who said she started using an actual alarm clock because if she used her phone... Then her phone was the first thing that she picked up in her hand, even just to shut off the alarm. And then it's like, oh, let me just jump on Insta. Let me. Oh, yeah. I'm so distracted. So let's talk about dry seasons, because I do feel like sometimes you can feel like you're praying into an echo chamber. Yeah. What does that mean? I mean, are there times when God is silent? Are there times when we hear him more or less? I mean, is that our fault? How does that work? Yeah, that's a great question. I definitely have had some dry seasons. And I think about... Um, I don't know if there's scripture there, but there's definitely worship. I love worship. Um, the song, Take Courage, where it talks about he's in the waiting, mm. you know? And so I hate waiting. Yeah. I'm the least patient person ever. And so when I'm praying for something and praying for something and praying for something and I don't hear anything, um, it's hard and it's yeah. tough and it makes you question where are you? So I keep like a wins list on my phone mm. so that when I'm going through dry seasons, I can look back and mm. remember the faithfulness of the Lord. Ooh, I you love know? That idea. And, and then sometimes I think about, I say this analogy a lot of when a diamond is being made, it starts, if it's pulled out of the fire too quickly, mm. it turns right to coal. Yeah. But if it stays in there long enough, it becomes this perfect diamond. And so wow. sometimes I think in the waiting season or in the dry season or when I feel like, He's not listening to me. He's not responding. I'm like, no, he's waiting for the perfect moment. Wow. You know, and sometimes I don't feel like if we're in desperation, then we won't give him the glory, Mm. you know? And so sometimes I'm like, if it isn't hard, then am I really going to turn and give him the credit? Or will I just take it, take the win in my own power and think it was my own thing or it was just a coincidence, you know? And again, waiting seasons, I've been in waiting seasons for a very long time and there's tough. I mean, I've, I've gone out on my porch and been like, where are you yeah like where are you i've done all this like i've done i've even marched around my house to pray like seven times isn't that what you know (laughs) i need these walls to fall and he still doesn't show up and sometimes Mm. i feel the lord saying like why do you only come to me in desperation Mm. like why is that the only time i heard if if jason only heard from you when you were desperate or if my husband only heard from me it would be terrible (laughs) and so i felt like when those seasons of dryness were usually comes from seasons where i wasn't communicating at all you know with him or I've also learned like, okay, maybe I need to fast something. Maybe mm. I need to give up some things that are distracting me from. Nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah, I know. Nobody wants to talk I'll about that. I'll talk about, like, about it. I love like, it. Please don't talk about fasting. Oh, no, not fasting. You know, anything but fasting. I right? know. Yeah, I, I, I practice. I don't know if you're supposed to talk. I do practice fasting, you know, pretty often. And it doesn't look like it's food. I fast something that distracts me. Sure. You know, whether it's a social media or mm. emails after seven, you yes, know, just stuff yes. that I just try to, cause I'm like, okay, if I, if the, if something I am more desperate for than I am for the Lord, 
maybe I need to stop doing that to face, you know, more time with him or when I want to do that instead, I'll start praying, you know? And so, and it's not perfect, but I do try to do that if, especially if there's seasons where I really have some stuff I'm really trying to ask the Lord about. I think there's some things I want to steal from that. First of all, the wins list. I love that. Yes. I was just texting my oldest son this morning about, you know, on our days, we feel overwhelmed going back and remembering the goodness of God. And there is so much scripture that teaches us to share our story because somebody does need that encouragement. And like, I'm a cancer survivor, you know, like I have to remind myself that when I go into every next doctor's appointment or I'm getting nervous or something, I'm like, man, God didn't leave me then. Like, he's not going to leave me now. Yeah. But I love the idea of a wins list. And listeners, I think that's something we can steal and adopt and just... You know, maybe you need to tell somebody else um, your story, too. But I love the idea, too, that, you know, in those seasons of waiting, um, you know, going back and saying, like, Lord, even if, you yeah. know, because sometimes I've, I've heard it described that faith isn't even faith until we have to say, not only, God, I trust you, I will trust you, but even if yeah. this prayer doesn't come to yeah. me, I still trust you. Yes. I mean, that is like rubber meets the road faith. Yes, that that's, so that's hard. hard. It is. Yeah. I think in Job, it said, um, you know, all the things that Job went through, it says, though you slay me, Mm. still I will serve you. Still I will praise you. Or Jesus in the garden saying, you know, Lord, if you could take this cup, but nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And like, oh, I have goosebumps. I I hate that. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yes, I know. (laughs) But that is hard. And I think when we serve a God who has already defeated anything we can face now, so even death itself. Yeah. So if we pray for a healing on this side of eternity, yeah, yeah, just to get course. really real. Yeah. You know, you and I have both prayed prayers probably for those that we've seen them then pass on. Yeah. And we have to say, you know what, Lord, that's not a loss. Yeah. That's still a victory because even death you have conquered. Yeah. Amen. I mean, woo, when we can get down to that level, I mean, there's not a lot that can be yeah. thrown at us where yeah. we say, well, he's already conquered it. Yes. You Amen. know, and um, well, I, I want to make it practical. Yeah. Um, what would you say to someone who is wanting to start more of a habit yeah. um, of prayer? And this, you know, initially sounds a little daunting. You know, what are just some practical things they can do now to just start implementing that in their life? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'm definitely by no means perfect at it. I would say in the morning when you're getting ready, because we all have a routine, yeah. um, they say you should brush your teeth for, I think it's like 40 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking the teeth. I know hygiene. any dental hygienist yes, who are like, listening. Just let us know. This is going to sound so silly. My dental hygienist comes to access. So if you're no, listening, I, Teresa, yeah. that's amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm petrified of the dentist, right? But um, I, you, you brush your teeth every morning and every night. Pray while you're brushing your teeth. Mm, just I love that. start. You know, just feel like even if you're praying, looking in the mirror, and being like, "Lord, thank you for," and just start naming the yeah. things in your life you're grateful for. And I just like to start with gratitude. So good, you know. And then I think from there it'll go into so much more. Yeah. And I also think like when you tell someone, "I'm going to pray for you," pray for them in that moment. Mm. You know, because I'm I'm notorious for like I'm going to pray for you, yeah. and then you don't. And yes. so instead, it's like, "Let me pray for you. Let's pray right now." That's good. And you just do it. And That's good. There's no no judgment on it. I yeah. think people get nervous praying out loud. It has to sound so yeah. prophetic. And <laughs> and I always, often wonder, how do people pray so quickly and know all the words to say right, when you right, pray over right, someone? Right. And it's like, just pray. With, like, you're not fooling anyone. Just pray no. exactly what's on your heart. I love that. Yeah. And just start small. I've had people say that, like, will you pray for this because you're a good prayer? I'm like, that's yes. not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. not a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're saying you're good with words? Great. Well, that yeah. doesn't mean anything right. except for the fact that, yeah, we're right. all trained to, like, right. speak fast. Right. But, yeah, no, that can be... 
I, I love that. And I, I would say too, like, don't get discouraged when you go, I messed up today. Yeah. You know, I really didn't do it today. Like, and that's okay. I got distracted. I'm like, that's okay. Like, honestly, I, I heard something that was kind of freeing once saying like, if I'm at worship, you know, at church and I start thinking about someone else or this conversation, I'm like, yeah. maybe that's the Lord. Like, maybe I'm supposed to be 1000% engaging. It with is that. the Lord. And like training myself to that sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, yeah. which we can definitely miss, yeah. you know, how many times, God forgive me, have I missed the little tweaking yeah. of the Holy Spirit in my heart saying, Liz, go do something or yes. pray for this person. Yes. So like, don't be discouraged. No. Like, first of all, there's not a passing grade here where you get a report card nope. from the Lord. No, not at all. He doesn't keep <laughs> when tally. We, when we do this, like we want this for you. We want to see you yeah. have this like flourishing yeah. prayer life just because we know it will benefit you, yeah. not because they're like, well, you got an F in prayer. You right. Know? No, and I think the second we start thinking that the Lord takes tally, um, then it becomes a work-based faith. Like we mm. feel like in order to get an A <laughs> from him, we have to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And that's not how faith works. No. you know. And I get guilty of that because I'm like, oh, I don't deserve his grace today mm. because I didn't seek his face. Mm. you know. And that's just not how yeah. faith is. You know, I grew up in sort of, um, I think generationally, my parents were more in the generation where it was like hyper faith. So if you were depressed, you stayed on your knees till yep. it broke. Yeah. I'm glad we've come a long way in like understanding mental health and stuff. Sure. But I did sometimes grow up thinking like I didn't say the correct words yet. Yes. I didn't say the correct combination of words. Yes. And let me just give you some freedom out there if you're listening. Like God's not waiting on you to say nope. magic words. I love that. There's not a healing that's waiting to take place because you said X, Y, and Z. 1,000%. And you know how I know that? Because it's never been about us. I love that. It's not us. I feel it's the not same way. What we yep. can do, we yep. throw away yep. the free gift of grace yep. that God gave us and we yeah. try to earn it, which has to be so insulting yes. um, to God. It's like, oh yeah, let me earn that back. He's like, what are you going to do? Yes. You know, But he's not waiting on your perfect combination he's of not. words. Um, he is sovereign. Yes, and once so I settle in my heart that he's sovereign and that he's good, I can pray and I can sort of like the old crock pot set it and forget it, you know, because... I've said my prayer, God knows my heart, and he's not looking for you to jump through hoops. Um, I love that. Somebody needs that freedom today. <laughs> they do, and I, I need, my dad died suddenly like four years ago, oh, and gosh. I remember thinking like, you know, we prayed for healing and he died, mm. and so you have that guilt of like, did I pray hard enough? Did I fast? Should I have gathered more people? You know, should I have done this? Should I have done that? And I had the same, mm. like the Lord literally spoke to me and said, this is not about you. It's this not is not, you. you know, and it wasn't, it's not this combination. It goes back to that works-based faith. It's not because I didn't pray for this long and say these words and get the oil out and yes. anoint the head, you know, all are great. And I'm not in front of them. I shouldn't have watched them. that TV show. Right. I shouldn't have eaten cake. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Like, yeah, these no. are all thoughts I've had, by no. the way. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in that gluttony. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, I think someone does need to hear that. Yeah. It's not like he knows the posture of our heart. And mm. like, I remember praying for healing and he's healed. You know, it doesn't look how I wanted it to look at mm. all. But I feel like when you have that posture, the peace that comes in that time, mm. you know, you just have a greater understanding of what the Lord wanted. And wow. I just love that you said that because I felt the same way. Like, so good. it's about even like when I said I was walking seven circles around my house, I'm like, mm. okay, was it not seven? Was it 13? Yes. Like, should I have done more? Yes. You know, and then I'm like, no, this the Lord is not up there no. just like waiting for everyone to get it right until he's going to, no. you know, pour his blessing out. That's not yes. how it works. Yeah. Listener, the Bible is filled with all these crazy, imperfect 
totally relatable manic people like i'm yes. always like my boy david who was the man <laughs> after god's own heart but was actually crazy and like yes. going from one thing to eyes. another yeah. in the psalm and just like hey god you've forsaken me but i'll praise you i'm just yep. like okay that's my kind of faith right there yeah he's not waiting on you to smite you yeah he is he's pleased not. with you and he loves you he does and, um, and you're not yeah. fooling anyone he knows yes. the innermost <laughs> part of your life you know so we try to act like we have it all together but the lord's like come on yeah you know yeah. i know you like don't fool me he's yeah. there and not i think you know the perfect way for us to end on today is the idea that don't not pray because you feel guilt that you didn't pray enough. Yep. Just start. <laughs> just start. Yeah. Just start and and, and reach out. And yeah. Bring him whatever you're doing yeah. today. You yeah. know, if it's a work project or this podcast, God, be in the midst of this podcast. Be in the midst of, you know, whatever it is today. Yeah. Being Carline mom, whatever, yes. you know, being in my office, being yeah. pet mom, you know, whatever yes. it is. It's like be in the midst of that, God, but yeah. don't let the guilt of what you think you should do keep you from not doing it I at all. I love that. Yeah. Amen. Ah. It's amazing. Well, thank you, Bethany, for of being course. with us. I feel like our listeners, I know I'd love to have you back. So you, you are welcome here anytime. anytime. And friends, as always, if you have any questions, if there's anything we can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out. Yep. We are on Instagram at Known Ladies and we're here and we'll be right back with more of the Known Podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you were as challenged as I was by just the awesome wisdom of Dr. Bethany. And listen, you can always find more from us online on Instagram at Known Ladies. We're here for you. We can give you resources, whatever it is we can do to help and just pray for you. Know that we do pray over these podcasts and pray for your life as well. We hope you never forget that you are known and loved by God. We'll see you next week.